Unstoppable Success Radio, Episode 90. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio. My name is Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned business growth strategist, helping entrepreneurs around the world to make six and seven figure leaps in their business. Each week, we bring you multiple episodes designed to help you go further faster in accomplishing your goals and dreams. Now let's get down to business. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio. I am your host, Kelly Roach, and I am thrilled to have the fantastic Dale Richardson here with me today. Dale, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Kelly. I'm really excited about it. All right. So let me share a little bit about you with the audience, and then, of course, you can fill in any additional details. Dale is a John Maxwell team certified speaker, trainer, and coach who loves to learn and laugh. He's also the host of Live the Goals podcast, where he motivates and inspires you to set and reach goals that really matter to you. Dale is passionate about adding value to you by bringing you the tools to live an intentional life of purpose and passion. Dale also thinks that it's It's weird to refer to himself in the third person, (laughs) but understands that that's what people do in bios. You can learn and laugh with Dale by visiting livethegoals.com, and you can find his podcast on iTunes or sending him an email at livethegoals at gmail.com. So Dale, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for uh, carving out some time to be with us here today. Oh, absolutely excited about sharing with your listeners, and um, I'm looking forward to it again. Yep. Awesome. So Dale, I always love to explore what trigger points and what the backstory is behind why people choose to focus on the life path that they do, especially entrepreneurs, of course, because it's very intentional. Mm. So tell me a little bit, Dale, about how you landed on focusing your business and essentially your life around helping people to set and achieve meaningful goals. Tell me about that. Wow, Kelly, I, I love starting here. I, I love telling people about the backstory because I think it put it does help put everything in focus. And and so, you know, the short story of it is throughout the majority of my life, I've I've been blessed to be a high achiever. I mean, you know, winning awards, doing well in school, going to, you know, getting accepted to great schools with scholarships, so forth and so on. And so, you know, I, I kind of had this goal setting thing going on in the background anyway. But, you know, we'll fast forward all the way up to 2006. I had been practicing law for a little while then and just started uh, my new law firm. So that was kind of the jump into entrepreneurship there. And and my life could not have been better. I mean, looking at relationship, looking at religion, at health, I was in love and trying to figure out how to propose. Um, I was exercising on a regular basis. Uh, My religion is important to me and I was going to church on a regular basis again. And so it, it just seemed like everything was was clicking on all cylinders. Well, Kelly, uh, the early the next year in February, I, I was in a single car accident and that, that completely changed my life and, and the course and direction of my life. And and so on, on that day, um, hit a patch of black ice, hit the hit the median, rolled over a few times, hit a tree and woke up in intensive care. And because, uh, yeah, because of that accident, you know, I lost the, uh, the young lady I was going to propose to the, you know, I was completely in love. She passed away in that accident. And as you could probably imagine, the next few years of my life were just not the best. I I lost everything, right? Not, not even just 
um, losing her. But in any of the material possessions that I had, I used up my savings. I used up my retirement, um, lost my condo and my vehicle and, and, and just really got to a place that I, I, I don't wish on anybody. And and so that's kind of where the refocus starts is I was at that low point where I was I was so low. I, w- I was deciding whether I had enough money to, you know, do I buy lunch today or do I put gas in my car today? And and and, and I was forced to go to a workshop that I did not want to go to. Um, but I was helping a friend with his business and he was supposed to be there and couldn't make it. So he sent me and, and the speaker there forced us to set some goals. And I kind of took the standpoint of what do I have to lose? And, and it was miraculous, the change that happened from there. And and, and so I, I took the steps that he told us to take. And from that day, that was in late February, early March of, of 2010. And if you just fast forward just 10 months, um, completely different life. At that point, I owned a, a franchise. You know, I went from how do I buy lunch to I'm buying into a $40,000 franchise and it, it cost about 30000 to get up and running. And that just really opened my mind to what really hardcore goal setting can do and what visualization can do and, and all the different things now that I, I've teach and I, I've expanded on. And so that's the backstory to how I got here um, and, and, and why I'm so passionate about being here. Because if there's anyone going through something, I, I want them to realize that you can come through that and how much setting goals that really matter to you can help you in that process. Wow, that is quite the story. So um, first of all, that's heart-wrenching, and and it's an unbelievable comeback. So thank you so much for being willing to share that and, you know, opening up in that way. I really appreciate that authenticity and honesty. And and I cannot even imagine everything that you went through and experienced between that point and today. Um, you know, one of the things that I, I talk about a lot on the show is that sometimes the things that seem to be the biggest burden um, or maybe the biggest cross that you bear in your life turn out to be um, some of the things that can become your greatest strength and empower you in the biggest way. So, Tell me a little bit, Dale, about what's changed in your life about um, how you kind of live in gratitude and appreciation and and what kind of priorities have shifted for you since you experienced all of this. Because I have to imagine that your entire uh, viewing lens through which you see the world and life is totally different now. (laughs) It's hard to go through that and not see things completely different, Kelly. So, um, you know, one, you, you have a choice. And, and I love how you pointed out that, you know, those obstacles that you don't wish on anybody else, ha- you have the opportunity to turn that into something very powerful. And so now I do share that and I, and I open up about that because I know it helps other people. Because when, when I started sharing it, I started hearing back from people that said, hey, you know, your story really resonated with me. And here's what I'm going to do now because of hearing your story. And so one is it, it, it opened me up to, to being more authentic and sharing my story a little bit more. The, the big thing that I think came of that is, you know, when, when you feel like you're on your second life, your second chance. And again, I told you the backstory of of me being really successful because I I wasn't at a place where I thought things were horrible and I wasn't a great person. I thought I was I was living pretty yeah. A pretty good focused life and right. a pretty successful life. But when you come through something like that and you feel like you're living your second life, you do hopefully come out of that looking at your purpose and passion differently. 
and, and, and what I focus on on a daily basis, what I'm concerned about on a daily basis, you know, my impact and my legacy means so much more to me than, than the dollars that come because of that. And, and don't get me wrong. I understand that we have to live and, and we have bills and things of that sort. But, but I know that when I was going through that period, I didn't care about what was going on in my bank account. That was, that was the least motivating thing to me. Mm-hmm. And, and so my purpose and passion are so much more important to me. And the gratefulness that you touched on, just knowing that I shouldn't be here and being able to stop and appreciate any and everything you have. We all, we all have some troubles or some obstacles, even when we're at our high points, we've got some sort of obstacles that can distract us. But when you put that back into perspective and understand where, where you were and where you are now and, and how bad things could be, uh, and, and sometimes, you know, I, I don't like comparing ourselves to others, but I know when I was going through that, sometimes I heard other people's stories where I said, Dale, you, you need to stop complaining. Like mm-hmm. you've got it bad, but you don't have it anywhere near as bad as that person has it. Mm-hmm. And, and so that just all kind of focuses you in on being grateful for what you have right now and, and pushing you, pushing you hard towards not wasting any of your days or your time and going for it to your passion. And, and that's how I've ended up where I am now. And it's been a gradual process of shifting, but, but that's how it changed me. Yeah, no, that's amazing. Beautiful. So there's so many things that I want to circle back to that you just said there, but let's start with living today focused on the legacy that you want to build. Share with our listeners, Dale, how they can live today focused on the legacy that they want to build and what impact that's going to have on every aspect of their life. Yeah. So what I found, and I'm, I'm really talking about me here, and I, I know I happen to be talking about other people, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just like everybody else. And, and what I found is, you know, we go about our days just living. And sometimes it gets so bad that you're just living day to day and you're just making it through the day till tomorrow. But when you think about what I like to call your life sentence, right, what, what is that sentence that people are going to say about you when you're no longer here? What is that legacy you want to leave behind? If that's present in your mind, you make different decisions because you aren't thinking short term. Mm-hmm. You're, you're thinking more long term. And 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 there, there are days, I imagine for everybody, but but there are days when, you know, you just need a little something extra to get over that hump and get out and get running because it just would be so much better to, to stay in bed. Well, if, if you know what your motivations are, what really, truly inspires you and, and gets you to that point where, where it maybe even brings a tear to your eye, then it makes it that much easier to say, you know what, as much as I want to sleep in today, I, I, I have to get up. I, I must do this today because that legacy is out there waiting for me. And not just because I want some sort of legacy for me, but because I know that if I, if I succeed in that, that's going to help so many other people. Oh my gosh, absolutely. And I think, you know, just keeping in mind that we were all put here for a reason. We have a purpose. We were given our passions and our goals and our dreams for a reason. And, you know, one of the things I share with people a lot, and I would love to hear your feedback on this as well, Dale, is that, you know, we're all leaders in a unique and very special way that relates to the life that we live. So some of us are leaders publicly, like you and I, because we run podcasts and we run businesses and we're speaking and people are listening and watching and reading, you know, what we do. But all of us are leaders, whether it's at home, in the workplace, 
you know, amongst our community, amongst our, you know, faith community, um, with our children, with our extended family. I mean, in, in some way, shape or form, there's someone out there that's watching you and modeling you and waiting for cues from you. Mm. And sometimes I think we forget that or we underestimate the importance of that modeling opportunity that we have, even if we can touch one life. And make a difference with one life. And I, I shared this about, you know, writing my book. I didn't care. I said, if, if one person reads my book and their life is changed for the better because of it, done. It, it, was, it was worth every ounce of energy, effort, blood, sweat, and tears that went into it. And I think remembering that, you know, maybe all the time you're not getting instant feedback in the moment. Or maybe you're not getting, you know, a congratulatory email or a public acknowledgement of everything that you do. But there are people that are waiting and they're watching you and they're learning from you. And all of us matter. And all of us have the opportunity to impact people in ways that we don't even realize. Kelly, it's so on point. And, and one of the things I'm trying to get people to understand is exactly what you just said, is that leadership is everywhere, right? Leadership does not require you to be in some sort of organization. Um, one of the things as a John Maxwell certified speaker, trainer and coach that we really do believe in, and John Maxwell pounds this home, is that leadership is about influence, nothing more, nothing less. And so if, if you're just talking about your family, if you want your family to run like a successful family unit, you want to be the best family ever. And, and even if it just comes down to communication or having fun when you're on a vacation or or making sure that everything in the house is getting done, that requires some level of leadership because leadership is influence. And, and there's nothing that we're going to be able to do that's grand scale by ourselves. Right. We can get things done exactly. by ourselves, but. But we need people around us to accomplish big, gigantic goals, even if that is just a goal for your family, even if that's just a goal for you and your friends. If there's something that you're planning that's worthwhile, you need those people. And the way to get those people on board is, is by developing your leadership skills, becoming a better leader, which ultimately, which is which I think is just uh, almost ironic. That's probably the wrong word here. But ultimately, it comes down to developing yourself and mm -hmm. becoming a yeah. better leader of yourself yes. um, at the end of the day. Yes. No, I couldn't agree more. So powerful. So Dale, everyone in their life faces times of struggle, heartache, devastation, challenges, and it can be really easy to get caught in a downward spiral. It can be really easy to get caught on that kind of downward part of the slope um, and, and, you know, pull yourself out of that. And, and it can be very easy to almost get accustomed to that and start attracting more of that versus breaking out of that cycle and starting anew. Can you give some tips and strategies and, and mindset shifts for our listeners around how to break out of disappointment or frustration or struggle um, when they faced, you know, a major life crisis like what you're talking about here today. A absolutely. And, and so when I give seminars and, and do coaching, I, I talk about something that I've developed called the MAP method, right? The, the road to success. I know we like acronyms and MAP feels <laughs> fits real cool with road to success. But, but you know, MAP is M-A-P-P -P, and it stands for Mindset, Action, Plan, and then purpose and passion. And so the first first element, the first law in that is the law of mindset. And so it's so easy for us to get, like you said, caught up in that cycle of, of negativity. But, but what I found is that we do that a lot of times because we're passive. And 
and we let things come to us and, and, and we let the environment dictate what our thoughts are. And so the first step is becoming an active participant in your mindset. And, and so there are lots of different things you can do there, right? I mean, you can, you can, you can post affirmations in different places. Um, I, I'm real big on, on reading your goals. And, and I talk about success statements and that life statement and, the, and motivations twice a day in the morning and in the evening. Um, the one quote that really kind of put this in focus for me was that the mind is fertile ground. It cares not what you plant. And, and what that said to me was, hey, if I'm planting negative thoughts and, and I'm allowing myself to be down, then it's going to grow that and it's going to yes. grow it exponentially. Yes. And, but if I find a way, even when I don't feel like it, even when I don't think it's working because I'm just at a really low point, if I continue to feed myself this positivity, even though it doesn't feel like it's working right now, that seed's being planted and, and the mind is fertile ground. So eventually it starts to grow and it, and it starts to strangle out some of that negativity. And so I'm a big advocate of brainwashing yourself, brainwash yourself, get, you know, feed yourself as much positivity as you can. I am one of my mindset shifts that I had to make is that I became fearful of getting around environments that, that weren't the way that I want it to be. And, and so I know that I'm a highly adaptive person. So if I look around me and I see that people are doing a lot of the stuff that I don't want, I'm going to get away from that environment. If that's not where I want to end up 20 years from now, then, then I'm going to remove myself from that because I'll adapt to that and I'll, I'll end up just like the folks around me. And yeah. so I, I'm going to remove myself from that. So, so brainwash yourself, feed as much positivity, feed that fertile ground of your mind with as much positivity as you can, and maybe even change your environment. And I get that if you're at a really low place, that's hard to do, but, but you can, I mean, the, even the smallest action starts to add up. So if it, if it's just writing that affirmation or, or, or spending 10, $20 on a book, that's going to give you some positivity, take those first steps and, and start building the momentum. I love it. I love it. I love the analogy of, you know, that your mind is fertile ground and, and whatever you feed it, it's going to grow because it's absolutely so true. And I also know that the number one thing that you don't feel like doing when you are down or you are frustrated or having a bad day is like pumping yourself up and, and putting that positivity into your mind. It's like you just want to push it away and, and not hear it, right? Like you just <laughs> yeah. don't want to hear it's it. It's the last thing you want to hear. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're like, okay, that's great. But yeah, not not right now. Not this. Like, it's not going to help with this. So I, I really love um, how well that you, you know, describe that and, and broke that down for people. And, you know, obviously you've been there and, and you made it back out the other side. And, you know, that's absolutely amazing. And, you know, I, I love that now you're helping so many other people to do that with, you know, your, your podcast and the work that you're doing. So let's talk about two or three key attributes of uh, achievers, you know, people that not only set goals, but actually achieve them because you know we all set goals and um, you know there's always a lot of good good intentions around those goals but what I'd like you to share with our listeners is you know what can they do to set themselves up for success and make sure that um, they're part of that very small percentage of people that not only set goals but actually achieve them yeah and so I, I'm gonna 
point to a few things that are maybe a little more abstract, but but I think vitally important to your success. And, and, and the first one, it sounds so simple, but Kelly, you probably know as much as I do. It's not as simple as it sounds, and that is to take action. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to take some sort of a step. You got to do. It doesn't matter if you have the the best mindset in the world, if you got the best plan in the world, if you don't do something with it, then nothing's ever going to change. And, and so you got to be willing to take action. And the reason why that's not so easy, and we won't go into it too much here, but 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 we have so many fears and, and so much self-doubt and and we're wondering what happens if I fail? Well, if you fail, you fail and you look back at it and trying to figure out what the lesson is from that failure and then you get better the next time you act. Uh, but we may not always see that on the front end. And so, of course, mindset that I talked about earlier, having the right mindset of positivity, of abundance rather than scarcity. But but you got to take action. So that that's why my one, um, I think, big first step. And, and then secondly, I, I personally believe that you have to shift what you're afraid of, right? Be- because that is a lot of times what stops us from action. And we're afraid of what people will think if we, if we take action and, and we don't fail. We're, we're afraid that people will think this is silly. Um, look, you've got these degrees, so forth and so on. Why is it that you want to do this over here? That doesn't make sense. Um, but if you, if you kind of just make this gentle shift in mindset and, and become afraid of, of what might happen if you don't take that chance, right? What you'll miss out on, who you might not help because you didn't take that action. Um, I think that's a big, gigantic mindset shift that helps propel you into taking action. So those are a few, I know they're kind of broader concepts, but those are a few tools, I think, that help us start taking action. And, And of course, a big one that is more concrete and I think is often overlooked especially in this day and age of, of information, is research, right? Um, I am gigantic on visualization. I'm, gig- I, I, I'm gigantic in, in, in having big goals that, that are, you know, past what, what you might even think at this point you can achieve. But none of that takes away from the fact that you should plan. And planning also includes research. And so research, you know, there's always somebody out there that's done something similar to what you're trying to do, yep. uh, maybe even exactly what you're trying to do. Yep. I mean, st- study those people. Success leaves footprints. And so study what they did. Look, and, and maybe you'll make changes, but but at least have an idea of what this path is that other people t- took. And then study it. What went right? What went wrong? Put your plan together. I understand your plan is going to be flexible and you're going to have to make some changes. But don't just jump into this, you know, and, and say, hey, I believe in it and I'm going to do it. I'm a big fan of action. I'm a big fan of courage. But I'm but I'm <laughs> at heart. I, my undergrads in engineering and, and then I went to law school. So I'm also very practical. And and so I believe that that a big plan. I mean, having having a plan is big in in, in dictating your success or failure or maybe even just the speed of your success or failure. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I I couldn't agree more. And it's funny because the hard thing about the kind of work that we do, Dale, is, you know, when I ask you a question like, you know, what are the characteristics of top achievers and you answer taking action, you know, no one wants to hear that. No, I mean, it's (laughs) that's the hard part about what we do, because you know what? It is the simple, basic things that make and break you in every area of life, isn't it, Dale? 
Yeah, and it and it's and it's me too, right? I don't like hearing that, you know, this month or next month my income's down because I was lazy. I don't mm-hmm. like I mean, I would much rather blame it on the fact that this happened or that happened or something else happened. But but what it really does come down to is that I was a little lazy. I, mm-hmm. I didn't do the things that I should have done. And we none of us like hearing that. And, and and don't get me wrong. Again, I get that if you're at a certain point, that sounds almost offensive. That <laughs> it, I mean, because mm-hmm. I was there. I mean, it sounds almost offensive for somebody to say that you're not where you could be because because you're being a little lazy. And and I'm thinking, well, shoot, I'm working all day long. What, what do you mean lazy? There's there's nothing lazy here. But if it, but if you're intentional about what you say it is you really want in your life, then that might require you to be extraordinary. That might require you to do a little bit more. And, and by extraordinary, I don't mean Superman. I mean, you might have to take that extra hour and dedicate that to what it is you want to do. Yeah. And, 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 and so that's what I mean when I say lazy, like sitting there and saying I'm tired. That's one thing. But 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 if you just take that extra hour and get to work and know this, this is the long game. I'm looking at the long game. Over time, those hours add up and, and then you'll get there. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, the biggest thing is, you know, it's not just about working hard. It's about working smart. And it's also about disciplining yourself to work on the things that matter that are going to actually get you where to, to where you want to be. Because most of the time we set good goals, we have great intentions, we have a roadmap and plan to get there, but we don't necessarily stick to the roadmap and plan to get there. We work on the things that are in our comfort zone that we can easily wrap our hands around and we can do without a great deal of pain or discomfort or frustration and many times that just gets us more of what we already have it doesn't actually propel us to the next level yeah and kelly you know this as well as i do right as as being coaches we know the importance of having somebody that's going to help you through those places right help you through those times where you're doing exactly what you said (laughs) you're just you want to do what's comfortable because it's comfortable you don't want to stretch yourself but you know having someone like you to say Hey, well, what does this mean? A- asking questions to keep that. Per- well, last week you said you were going to get these three things done. Why is it that you didn't? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, having someone that will hold you accountable and, and whether it's a coach, whether it's a mentor, whether it's a, a, a mastermind group, whether it's an accountability group. I have numerous accountability groups that I meet with on a, on a weekly basis for different aspects of my life. And, yeah. and there are days where, you know, th- I will admit, there are times where not much gets done during the week until the day of my meeting. <laughs> mm-hmm. But guess what? Th- things get done that day. And, yeah. and, and it's because of that group and that meeting that's coming up that I had to be able to say, OK, I know I didn't get it all done, but hey, look, I got 75 percent done. And, and so having. Yeah. Yeah. Having somebody to keep you accountable is gigantic in that. And, and, and that coach to kind of steer you back on path to say, I get that you want to do all of that, but but look, I've heard you say this, Kelly, but but is that profit producing activity, right? right? Are, are you putting your energies towards something that's going to produce profit if you're building a business? Yeah. Or does it keep you busy and just over broke, right? Well, exactly. exactly. So that, that's a comfortable place to live. So Dale, what are you most excited about that you're working on in your business right now? Oh, wow. So I am excited about really the second phase of this. So, so I've started the podcast and, and I love doing that because- you know, I, I I do five days a week and on four days I put out a word of the day, 
but just tries to get people thinking differently about about a word and hopefully gets the juices flowing of creativity and positivity. And then I do an interview as well. And so that's part of my brainwashing process. And I love doing that. And that's that's free for everyone to consume and, and they can get motivated and inspired by interviews. And now the second phase of that is I'm starting to build some seminars that I've done in the past for organizations but, but I haven't done for individuals. And so now I'm putting together some seminars for people to be able to attend. And, and I'm, I'm just really excited about doing that. So I've got free mastermind classes going on where you can, you can have that group accountability and, and, and you, can, you can learn more about leadership. And then I've got these seminars that come after that as well. And so that's, that's kind of my big goal right now. And, and I'm excited about that. Yeah. Awesome. That's great for you, Dale. So you have shared some unbelievable content and insights and strategies with everyone listening today. What is the best place for them to get started if they want to connect with you, learn more about your business? You know, obviously we, we definitely want everybody to check out the Live the Goals podcast. Um, but what else is going on that you would like them to check out or, or what's the best way to connect with you? Yeah, it's, it's easy to get in touch with me. You just go to livethegoals.com. That's the best place to reach me, find out what's going on on the website. However, um, as I said, I offer a free short mastermind class. And so you'll just go to livethegoals.com forward slash free class. And that always keeps you up to date with the schedule of the upcoming classes. Now, if, if, a, if the upcoming class is full, which this next one is, then I have a wait list as well. And you can get on the wait list and that way you'll be the first to find out about classes that come after that. And then I'm on social media. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Everything is at Live the Goals. Love it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Dale. You've added incredible value today and really, uh, really my pleasure having you on the show. Kelly, this has been awesome as I expected. And um, thank you for having me. I've loved sharing with your listeners. You got it. All right. For everybody listening, that's a wrap. Thanks so much for being with us for this episode of Unstoppable Success Radio. And one special announcement before we go, which is that I have a brand new masterclass that is now available. It's open for registration and I want to make sure you don't miss out. If you are interested in learning how to reduce your work week by 20 plus hours with simple strategies you can implement today while doubling your new client growth in your business all you have to do is text the word profit class all one word no spaces profit class to 44222 and we'll make sure to save a seat for you thanks so much and until next time i'm going to remind you to dream big take action and don't stop until you make it happen Thanks for listening to Unstoppable Success Radio. And if you're not already a member of my private email community, I want you to text the word IGNITE to 44222. Text the word IGNITE to 44222 to get all the resources, trainings, swipe files, and tips I only share there. If you're not already a member, all you have to do is text IGNITE to 44222 to get in on all the action. Thanks so much.